pase, pierna derecha, directo al arco, golazo, 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 golazo. You are now listening to TWC Football Podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the TWC Football Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm joined alongside Steve. Good evening. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Thanks for inviting me back. I appreciate it. Listen, man, you keep saying this, but you are an established, esteemed member of the podcast now. So, you know, you've been here since day one. What what happened to Gids? <laughs> Gids is a busy man. You know this, man. He's Unfortunately, he's not here with us today. Uh, if they couldn't catch it, couldn't catch this one either. Um, what's it called? We're recording on a Wednesday night because obviously there was today, well, this week is the week where we have the Premier League games midweek. Um, so there's games tonight. There was a game yesterday. Not a game. There was two games yesterday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wolves yeah a couple, that's it. A couple games yesterday, a couple games today. Um, but yeah, before we get into all of that, guys, make sure you're following us on all the socials. That's TWC Football everywhere, apart from Twitter, where we are still the Weekly Canon. Make sure to share this episode with a friend, hashtag the Weekly Canon at us, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, man, as as we discussed, obviously there was games last night, games today. We've already kind of had a little mini pod before the pods. Steve was driving home and we were discussing Saka versus Foden. We had a difference in opinions there, but there's no need to relive that. In short, I'm saying Saka's the better player. Steve, I'll let you say what you're saying. Yeah, I think I think it's Foden. But like I'm not like so like, you know I'm not in the Foden camp completely, but you know, I think Foden's special. You're just edging more towards Foden. Yeah, I, I do. I just I like him man. Let me even make it clear. I think technically Foden is a better footballer than Saka. However, I think what Saka does on a weekly basis just cannot be ignored. He's done it at a World Cup stage, done it at Champions League stage now, Premier League stage. So for me, Saka, yeah, Saka, Saka. But again, guys, we don't want to bore you with with that debate. If you want to hear that debate, I think we've done it a couple, couple months ago, didn't we? Remember? I don't know, we've done it during we, the World we, Cup. We did it on the pod. Yeah, yeah, we're done on the podium. Oh, right. I remember. I think it was World Cup times, to be fair. When was Foden Blonde? Oh, that was uh, 2020 Euros. Damn, it might have been back then. Yeah, 2020 Euros, yeah. Or 2021 Euros. It happened 2021 because... Yeah, I think that's when that's when we done that. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk, man. Flipping Arsenal left it late yesterday against Luton. Uh, another... Premier League classic how often have we said that this season like yeah I feel like we're getting quite a few higher scoring games and yeah. good games as well not just stupid goals yeah I agree um, but yeah guys ended 4-3 if you didn't see it sure you did um, and that puts us top of the league five points clear uh, we've not podded since the weekend results too where we beat Wolves 2-1 um, so obviously What's that now? Six Premier League wins in a row? No, six wins in all comps. All comps. How many Premier Leagues? Because we lost to Newcastle and since then. 
Yeah, then we beat Burnley. Yeah. Then we beat Wolves. So three oh, Premier League wins. Four. Four wins in a row. Yeah, four, four Premier League wins in four. a row. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad considering, you know, we're quite light defensively. Um, you know, some may say that we've not hit our form going forward. You know, we're not as fluid as we were last season. Last, sorry, last night was basically a throwback to last season, I think. Like, that was a last season kind of game. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, but at the same time, we gave them nothing. Like, I don't feel like we conceded loads of chances. I don't feel like right. we, our midfield was a sieve. I didn't feel like Saliba and Gabriel were dealing with attackers 1v1. I felt like we just made, like... Mistakes. A few, yeah, a few mistakes and we, we conceded poor goals. I think we got, they. I think they accumulated, I saw 0.86 XG and scored three goals. And they barely score that. goals at home as well. I think that's the first time they've scored more than one at home this season. So I think that's the first time they've scored three in three goals in a Premier League game. I think that's yeah, what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's definitely true. So, I, I, yeah, I don't look at that and think, yeah, I still think, um, yeah, I never looked at that game. I, I think I said it in the group chat, like I still think we'll win the game even when it was like 3-2 because mm. they were giving us chances and we're, we're just better. We have more quality. I know that sounds arrogant, mm. but I, I just, that was what my eyes were telling me. So, I mean, it's factual. With all due respect, like, yeah. Arsenal are a better side than Luton. I don't think anyone's going to argue. No, but does it sound that. arrogant with me saying that, you know, I just felt like we we're going to win even though we we're 3 2 down? Like, I think given how the game was going, I wouldn't say arrogant, but some may have said that's, that's you know, you're a brave man. Yeah. Because would just, you have put money on that? No, I wouldn't have put money on it. No, because I'm not. I'm not a betting man. But I, 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 I had faith in us because we were still creating chances, and I didn't feel like they were solid defensively. I felt like if we, you know, were patient. Uh, they were there to get. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. Right. So what I want to do, obviously, it's just us two. So we could kind of go in on the game. We don't want to spend too much time. Obviously, like I said, um, we do have Premier League games to watch, but without getting too in, like into the nitty and gritty, yeah. You did mention mistakes in your little summary just then. And I know yesterday you, you singled out, not singled out, but you brought to our attention, you know, Ben White. Yeah. I'll let you, I'll let you start with Ben White. No, I just think um, Ben White, I, I was actually having this conversation with Ife on, on Twitter earlier today because he sent me a thread. Mm. But Ben White used to back off attackers when they were running at him when he was a centre-back. The first time he did it was when we drew 2-2 at home against Palace in his first season. Zaha. No, it was Edward. Mm, okay. Edward, he scored and it like came off the crossbar and I think people was like, oh, Ramsey, I should do better. And I thought, no, Ben White should have done better. But I thought, okay, he's a centre-back. But when Ben White comes up against someone 1v1, he, does, he likes to backtrack and then he likes to engage when they're about to get into the box. Right. Maybe he'll stick out a foot and hopefully goes out for a corner. And he took that chance yesterday and then they got the corner and obviously they scored. I'm not saying, like, you know, he's the reason that um, we conceded, but he's, yeah, what, obviously it's his first game back, first start back for after injury, but that's one thing about Ben White that I think he can work on. Like, I just, 1v1, I just feel like he doesn't really put himself in the best position to be, to make himself so easily beatable like, so engaged kind of thing yeah but he's because he's an aggressive defender he can definitely do it I don't think he's yeah I just I think he gets worked because he, I think he allows the, the attacker to get too much space to do whatever they want with him 
Mm. So yeah, that's my issue with Ben White. Let's talk um, goalkeepers, man. Let's just get it out of the way because it's a big talking point. Um, David Raya was not his best performance for us. Um, I asked a question in the group chat earlier. I said, if you're Mikel Arteta, who starts in goal for you next game? Yeah. And yeah. So, okay. Not if you're Mikel Arteta, because I think we, we both know Arteta is going to persist with Raya. I feel like we, we know he he is the number one. He's going to do that. Would you, if you were manager, drop Raya? No, no, but just because of what it would create. Because I think I would lose Raya, potentially. It creates more question marks in terms of the noise around the media. It then creates this sort of precedent as well, where if a goalkeeper makes a mistake, they're out, which you just mm. don't want. You don't want that sort of instability. Um, so I would just keep it and say, like, he is his number one. Do you know what Arteta messed up with? He should never have said the whole... Yeah. Subbing goalkeeper, for, like he should never have said that. He should have just yeah. said, "We're gonna see who's the better." Co-. Just give us the bullshit media trained boring answer. And I agree I think with that. That's why it's become such a problem because he made that whole. Oh, why can't I sub goalkeepers? But, I agree um, with that because if you're gonna say that, yesterday was a perfect game to sub on Aaron. Yeah, 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 yeah. So great yeah, he he kind of made he turned it into a circus show. The way yeah. it is, to be fair. I think um, I'm. I'm not. I think after our conversation earlier today, my initial stance was that I would drop Raya because performances merit. You know that he should be dropped. That he hasn't been good enough. However, after what you guys said, I think I do agree. I think just because of the noise that it makes outside, but I still stand on the fact that David Raya in how many games? What game was he brought in? The Everton game. How many games? How many Premier League games did he played? Like ten, maybe. Yeah, if that. I think someone said ten. Yeah, he's sorry. played about ten Premier League games, and I can count at least four mistakes in those games. For me, that's problematic. Especially the fact that Arsenal was so dominant in possession in our games. I think we've got probably maybe not after yesterday, but like shots at our goal. We're like we we don't let teams get shots at us. We don't face many shots. I don't know what the statistics are right now. No, no we don't. We don't. We don't. We, we don't. So we're not facing shots, and I can clearly think of four errors that you've made. Not all of them have led to goals. Some of them have. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. That is not good enough. Like say what you want about Ramsdale. I wasn't Ramsdale's biggest supporter. I'm not gonna lie. Like he cost us points. But when it comes to you like him, though, isn't it? I do like Ramsdale. Out of the four of us, I think you like him the most. No, I don't even think it's that. Is I don't, it? Like, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really. I don't, I don't love Ramsdale. I, I don't really care for him. But I just think. Do you, do you know what I? What actually made me like Ramsdale? To be fair, is some of the saves he was making last season. Bro, he was keeping us in games, man. And I think he, I don't think he got the flowers he deserved. Obviously before the Southampton mistake, before the other kind of mistakes, there were certain saves and I thought to myself, bro, I think there was one Liverpool game. Was it a Liverpool game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, the Salah oh. one. And then the oh. Nato one. Maybe that, yeah, 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 yeah. There was that game. There was other games. There were like lesser games. I can't, I can't think right now off the top of my head, but 
he would save us points in certain games. And I used to think to myself, like, damn, do you know what I mean? Like, this is the difference between three points and one point. Yeah. Obviously, it all went to shit. And that's why I say, like, I don't have a problem with Ramsdale being dropped. I really don't. But if you're dropping Ramsdale, bring in an Allison or Edison equivalent. Do you get what I mean? But that's the thing. I think they thought they were getting a... I don't think they thought they were getting this. I think they've been surprised at how shaky he's been. Mm. I, I yeah. honestly believe... I think they all have been. Otherwise, I don't think they would have... Because I just thought... When we were linked with... Right, I remember I was with you in the car. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Ornstein said that we're trying to get him. I was so happy. I remember at the time I had to ask you because I, I wasn't as familiar with his game like that. I've got to be honest. Like I saw all like the feet kind of stuff and all that, all that kind of jazz, but I didn't, I didn't really. Tony's chest. Yeah, I saw all of that, but in terms of shot stopping, I wasn't as familiar with his game. So I had to defer to you guys. So yeah, I've not been impressed. Yeah, that's, I can't, I can't, I can't dispute that with any Arsenal fan because it's not been impressive stuff. He is clean. I think he is cleaner from a technical perspective, but he is making errors like crazy. He looks nuts. Yesterday was bad. Yeah, that yesterday yesterday was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Um, right, okay. So we've done the goalkeeper thing. We've done our kind of mistakes. Let's talk about, you know, some of the the better things that happen in the match. So where should we start? Um Gabriel Jesus, I think um historically, if you've listened to us since the first season of this pod, I've always been a striker man. And when I say a striker man, I want my striker to put the ball in the back of the net. Now that that is your bread and butter. You score goals. Over the years, I've seen guys like Firmino. You know, I've I've abused. Okay, maybe not abused, but like I've I've said my piece on guys like Firmino, etc. But I I now understand fully wholeheartedly why a player like Gabriel Jesus is so needed. I can't say I didn't understand it before, but the difference is just insane, isn't it? Go back to the Wolves game, man. His link-up play, his ability to get Martinelli and Saka in on goals, like, it's, 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 it takes us up a notch, I can't lie. It actually does. Oh, bro. Yeah, it does. It like, takes us I up would, a level. Were you scared at some point yesterday that he was going to get subbed off for Eddie? Yeah. I was terrible. Just, yeah, just I was, managing I was, minutes, and I knew we had Vera at the weekend. I thought, yeah. oh god, he might take him up. But he was, he was the reason why we were, we were <laughs> such. A, I had so much confidence that we were going to score goals because he's just everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he, oh, I love him. He's he's transformational, honestly. Like we have him thirty eight games. If you say to me like Gabriel Jesus, you're going to have him for thirty eight games of the season. Oh yeah then my hopes of us winning the, the title is, is significantly yeah. higher. Yeah, yeah. The guy, he is, he's a serious player, man. Can't lie. Even, have we, have we spoke since midweek? No, we didn't. What, the Champions no, League? we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we spoke after that, did we? No, we didn't. He scored then, didn't he? Got a goal. Did he score against Wolves? No, he got an ass. No, he scored against Wolves. It was... Um... Saka and Odegaard. Yeah, second on the card, yeah, no. But he but definitely... he was very much part of the goals. He, yeah, he was, he was, no yeah, goals. that's what I was thinking. He was involved. Yeah, he was, he was. So, yeah, listen, Jesus, I can't praise him any higher than I than I already have. Um, let's let's go through the game, like, chronologically. So, obviously, we went 1-0 up. 
it was a Saka ball went out for a throw. Quick thinking from was it Saka that took the throw? No, it was Jesus that took the throw. Jesus Saka took the throw. That's it. Yeah, Martinelli goal. Uh, then we got the no, they scored. They scored the set piece. Yeah, we spoke up the mistake, and then we scored. Yep, Jesus head up from Ben White. Jesus said uh, that was a great move. To be fair, like you know, we kind of criticized Ben White, but <clears throat> he really, you know, he's showing why he, you know, deserves a place in the team. Unfortunately, Tomiyasu's down at the moment, which is very annoying. But it is what it is. Jesus header. Um, then they scored. Um, do you put any blame on Declan Rice for the corners? Some of the corners, I can't remember which one it was, but he should have no, had his match, didn't he? Yeah, the one that where Raya messed up and it went to two. Do you know what? I think I'm so in love with Declan Rice at the moment. Yeah, that I, didn't even, I didn't even notice that he messed up with it. I was, I was I, somebody's tweeted that, oh, he missed him. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed because I thought to myself, our players are too big for this to happen. Like, that was my first thought. Like, we've got like six foot guys in there. Why, why is this happening? <laughs> didn't make sense so yeah then uh, Ross Barkley oh mate fair play to the lad like he had a game oh bro yeah. like he played against Liverpool and he was just swiveling I was like oh okay right cool maybe you're just you're showing up nah, I watched him against there was Sky Sports against someone else Luton he's, just, he's playing like a six and he's just yeah. it's been clean yeah, how old is he now? He's got he's he's older than us, right? Yeah, he's yeah, like twenty nine, surely thirty. Yeah, that's, that's mad. Once yeah. upon a time, this guy was like the future. Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. It but, um, work out. Yeah, he had a game. Uh, that was another Ross Ross Barkley mistake. Sorry, Ben White mistake. I think Ben White should have engaged him earlier. Oh yeah. Um, for the goal there, he didn't. Rice got um, used feet, hasn't he? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. So Ariel said it after the game. He said like. The hardest thing to do is trying to get down in that time. If you use your feet, one thing I will say De Gea was really good at, oh, like saving with yeah. his feet. De Gea saves that, I think. Oh, um, Yeah, a better keeper saves that. Uh, but that was poor, really poor. Um, and then 3-3, free, free Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz, who we haven't spoke about, and he's got two goals in, in our last two. Um, is he finally, is he arriving? Is he here? Yeah, yeah, he sh- he's shutting me because... Yeah, like two months ago, I was I was thinking, what is he actually doing? Mm. Um, he even made one run in the middle of the pitch yesterday, and I was like, he, I think he glided past someone. I was like, oh, okay, right. Yeah, but you can see that he's growing in confidence. But um, yeah, more of that, please, please, because like if you can get goals, get assists, then yeah, you're joining in on the party, and then we've we've got a better chance of doing something this season. So yeah, so I, question, I question. Kai Havertz growing in form, yeah. Mm. Do you do you still want to see him as the left eight? Let's say he continues in the way he's going now. Part eight becomes available again. Ooh. Do we rejig it? That's a great question. It's a really good question. Because um... right now we've got the habits thing. We're seeing Trossard play left eight sometimes. When Party comes back, what does Party take his deep role, and then we put? Rice left is like, would, like what happens then? Oh, unless we like make it like a more of a double. Pivot. Oh, yeah, of, I know. Of party yeah. and it's just yeah, it's yeah, a difficult. Oh, one. That makes me sick actually. What party and rest? 
No, I mean, that, that is what we wanted. We've not seen it yet, have we? The way we want to see it. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it? I don't want to see it, man. I, I don't want to see it. I love Thomas Party. I love Thomas Party. When Thomas Party is fit, healthy, and available, listen, man, you know, you know I, I, that guy does things that other guys can't do it. Yeah. But not that we've not missed a beat, because I think we have. Yeah, we've missed his passing, for sure. We have, but I don't want to disrupt, because the only way to, to kind of like build familiarity and you know fluidity is you let the players play in it. Thomas Party comes back now. Like, what, what does our midfield look like? That's my concern. That's the thing. But right now we've got a clear identity of what we're trying to do. Let the boys cook. Yeah, yeah. But there's going to be a time where, for example, have you noticed that Jorginho has not played since the international break? Um, I didn't notice that, but yeah, like we've, actually. We've played D Rice as a six and we've played two eights. Like, yeah, 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 okay. Like, yeah. like, is he thinking that he's trying to manage Jorginho because he's going to need him soon? Because Jorginho is obviously 31, he's played a lot of games. Like, that was my concern leading into this period. Like, are we gonna gonna be able to get through this period without Thomas Party? And I just think basically my point is that there's gonna be a time where we need Thomas Party. I think there's gonna be a time because there's gonna be so many games and hopefully we get to the last stage of the Champions League. To have someone like to have Jorginho, Rice and Party available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Listen, so. I, I, I will say one thing, yeah. If Thomas Party can, you know, he can sort himself out and he can be fit for the back end of the season. Oh, mate. Mate, like that, that would be a dream. If Timbar can somehow make it back for like February, something like that. We, we sign like another defender in, in thingy, in January just to get us through. Like, if anything, like if last season taught me anything, is that we need to be right for the running. So, oh yeah, <laughs> listen, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like celebrating four three against Luton in December, like it's great. Five points clear, it's great. Villa have got um, City at home tonight. You know, they can definitely do something there. You know, City can drop points again. This is all well and good. It's the running that matters, man. That is oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the running that matters. That's, that's so. it for me. That's it for yeah. me. It's the running. I want to see, like, I, I give Arteta credit. Like, that's another thing. I don't think Arteta gets enough credit, but I mm. think that's because the media don't like him. Mm. Um, but the fact that we've come back and we look as strong, or maybe we make we look more solid anyway. We look like we can be there again, which is mm. credit to him because some people might have said last season was a fluke, but... I want us to be able to show that we can finish a season well, because we've not done that under him yet. Agreed. Um, that's my concern. We've missed a few players and then we've collapsed and we can't have that. Like we need to show that we're serious. If we're going to win everything, we need to compete in April, May. Like we need to be there. Agreed. Agreed. And, and the only thing that kind of gives me a bit of comfort is the fact that, like you said, the past two seasons, you know, predominantly we've got the same team. So they, they're going to feel the scars. They're, they're the ones that are going to grow from the experiences that they've gone through. So hopefully they have a point to prove at the end of this season to be like, you know what, like we're actually here. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, moving on. So 
yeah, it's uh, it's free free now. Havertz got the goal, and um, a, uh, uh, a certain Martin Odegaard picks up the ball. Right, he picks up the ball. He, he had he, a great game yesterday. I didn't even talk about. I didn't even talk about defensive jewels, but he was trying. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Man Odegaard, yeah. So he, with a wonderful left foot that he has, dinks it in, Declan Rice, absolute colossus, titan, whatever you want to call him, he's he's, he's massive, wins us the game, yeah. Now, we're going to get onto Rice. I think Rice's influence, you know, his impact is undeniable. But Man Odegaard, I want to revisit something that was said on this podcast, right? I can't remember what episode it was, but I, I made a point about progressing play and all the rest of it. So before we get into it, yeah, let's revisit what was said. I think I I made the statement, something along the lines of, I believe Martin Odegaard, if given the reins, can be, you know, a a progressive, can be one of our main progressive passes. He could do what Thomas Partey could do. Something similar, yeah. yeah. In terms of like ball progression, right? We were talking about James Madison, like the way because I was my point was like I want this guy to go and get the ball and make stuff happen. Like, why right. is he just in his right pod? But yeah, you were saying you think he could do that, right? So there was pushback on that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you do you still are you still of the same belief? Yeah, no, no, I'm not of the same belief. So what your point you were making in terms of can he make them progressive passes through the line? Yeah, I've seen that in the last couple couple weeks, in fact, that he can do it. So you're right. I think you're right. Okay, no, that's that. Yeah. No, 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 because I've, I've come with facts. Like, I've come yeah, with Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I was seeing it. I was actually seeing it. I was seeing him making these passes. Yeah, right, yesterday okay. especially. I'm, I'm upset that the others aren't on this pod. Okay. Because they, <laughs> they no, because they they also rubbished the the. No, the no, team, I know? didn't rub it. Like what we said on the phone, I said because I couldn't see it. Like when you when people say things, I'm thinking, okay, have I seen it? I mm. hadn't seen it. Oh, but you, to be fair, you sent a video of him v Burnley a few years ago. I think it was, yeah, I think. Yeah, it and was, he was doing that. Um, it was Burnley away, and he scored. He, one, he scored yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He I think it was. One nil. Now. So the free kick. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, you know yeah, what, fair yeah. enough. I'm sick like you've shown it to me fair enough. So yeah, I listen, that point I was wrong. But my thing is, yeah, like what what perplexed me at the time was like we all watched we all watched Martin Odegaard. We all know what he's capable of doing. So seeing him do this and pick up the ball in deeper positions and progress play is not shouldn't new be, to me. Shouldn't now, be a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise. Now this goes back to the point about Thomas Party, right? I think if Odegaard can do this on a more consistent basis, it would alleviate the need to have Thomas Party in our in in our in our squad. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, 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 um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Wait, yeah. I guess I. What, what are we going to show? Like progressive passes. Bro, I've got ev- everything, man. I've got everything. Literally, <laughs> I've got everything here. So yeah, no. let me even get it up. The stats. The stats show. That in the last two games, uh, let me just get it up here, mate. Because I was watching yesterday, and I thought to myself, these lot, that like, they're actually having me on. No, no, no. Yesterday, I don't, I don't. Let me. I'm, I don't know. If I am criticizing D Rice here, but he needed help yesterday progressing the ball. So Odegaard took it upon himself to progress the ball. You know, you know what is so hilarious. You know, uh, D Rice is is our top three ball progression. Like he's top three when it comes to ball progression passes this season. Really? In the Premier League, yeah. 
in the in the Premier League for Arsenal for Arsenal. Oh, okay, top right, three yeah. Arsenal players. Yeah, no, Zinchenko, Zinchenko's first. Um, I think D Rice is second, and Martin Odegaard's third. I'll get all the stats up, but um, so in the game yesterday, um, attacking third passes, Martin Odegaard twenty one out of twenty four. I think he made. Um, I think he made six chances for us in the game as well. Uh, in the Wolves game, I've got the the thing here. He has seventy eight out of eighty eight passes. He created no. It was the Wolves game. He created six chances in that game. Attacking third passes, forty three out of fifty two. Forty three out of fifty two. Okay. Yeah, for us, the highest out of us. So basically, what I wanted to ask you guys, well, what? Yeah, I thought everyone was going to be on. I wanted to ask what what constitutes ball cricket ball progression for you guys like what is that because the definition i've got here is and this is the tactical theory it's just obviously you can just google it whatever ball progression is an action in an attacking phase of play that advances the team up the pitch and towards the opposition goal significantly yeah yeah, yeah. judged off what we've seen from martin odegaard before yesterday and the wolves game i i don't I, f- I found it so difficult to believe that you guys don't think that he's capable of doing that. The, the way Thomas Party was doing it, though, right, was okay. like a disguise with with Thomas. To be fair, it's not fair with Thomas Party because he's a unicorn. Like it's crazy how he does it, but because he's got the snake hips and he doesn't right. make it obvious where he's part. Like he will look that way and then bang, like he's the other way, and it's just to someone's feet. And you're just like, how's he right. done that? So we're talking, we're talking styles then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fair enough. For me, yeah. Which is fair enough. Because what the lads were saying, but. All right, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. When they come on, obviously we'll have the discussion. But um, yeah, okay. Okay, I think that's that's enough Arsenal for for now. I think we've done about 20 minutes on that. Let's let's quickly skim through the other talking points. So, um, weekend, Newcastle, Man United. Man United lost the game 1-0. I don't think any of us are really too surprised by that, but obviously there was a big talking point on Martial and Rashford's work ethic, all the rest of it. They're not running, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. And I wanted to ask you, well, everyone, but I wanted to ask you, do you think too much is being said on that? Or do you think it's valid grounds? I, I don't understand why Martial's name was brought up by Carragher. I thought that was a weird, cheap shot. Why is that? Because like Martial has been, he's had so many injuries. I don't think people have really taken in what's happened with Martial. Like Martial physically has deteriorated to a point where he can't, he can barely run. Like mm. he's he's not the same player he was. I don't think I think people think he's just some lazy guy that just can't be bothered. He can't move. Like he's finished physically, in mm. my opinion. And I I feel like people don't know that. I think they just think he's just some guy that's being lazy and. He's not being the guy that he was a few years ago. I just physically don't think he can do it. Right. Um, so I thought that was a weird and lazy shot. Um, but I do agree with what Carragher saying in terms of Rashford needs to set the example in terms of how he performs on the pitch. Not even from um, an offensive perspective where he's the one that's scoring all the goals and making all the chances, just from a work rate perspective. Because Right. Now, this, is, this, this was my question, yeah. So they were saying, um, I think Roy Keane was saying something along the lines of, you're at Manchester United, you need to run. Like, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm sorry, if 
who used to do it for us? There used to be someone that used to press. They used to do hero ball. Was it not Alexis Sanchez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. was it not him? I think I've seen Herrera do it at United before, where he just used to like do hero hero ball pressing. Like it just didn't make sense. That is not an indication. I I get where they're coming from in terms of effort, but just running to press for the sake of it, just to prove a point, you could you could. You could mess up the shape of your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By doing that. Do you, do you not agree with what I'm saying? I do, I do agree, but there have been clips of Rashford failing to track or losing a duel, allowing an attacker or a defender to run past him and he's visibly walking, like he's doing nothing about it. So once again, against Newcastle, I think it was Livramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, body, they showed the clips, yeah. And... and um, was it Dallow? Dallow was playing right or was it Wambasaka? Whoever's playing right now would have been Wambasaka was was on his own. But you have to track back. Like, can you imagine if that happened in our team? That yeah. would not happen. Any other top team, Newcastle, Arsenal, City, that would never happen. That can't happen. Like you you have to be tracking back and you have to be setting an example in regards to that. Rashford, he's not a young kid anymore. He's twenty six. Yeah. You know, he's an established one of the most senior players at United, yes. funnily enough. Is it how, like I, you're a big Rashford fan, yeah. yeah so yeah. how how do you feel about it? Like it, well, in terms of how his season's going, just yeah. Like what what are your thoughts on Rashford? Because yeah, it, Gibbs, think, Gibbs always says it. Gibbs always says it. Like Rashford is is up down. His purple patches. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm now I'm now siding with that. Like I think you guys were right in terms of because I thought last season was a season where. He was going to kick on. Hey, this is him now. Like, this is yeah. the upward trajectory. But the fact that he's allowed, not allowed himself, I don't want to say that, but the fact that he's putting in these performances, I know the team is poor, they're in bad form, but it's just, it's it not good enough. aligned with what top players do. So mm. he, this might just be him, somebody that puts up stats. And then, you know, could, you can't really depend on as being like a world-class, top-class player. Because that's what I thought... He, that's how I viewed him. I thought, yeah, this guy could be one of the best in his position in the world, but it's you can't do this. Not at the club, a club of his size. But then again, I have to say, he's playing right wing at the moment mm. under Ten Hag. I, I don't understand that one. Like, he's not a right winger. I can't understand how Garnacho is playing in his position and he can. <laughs> like, can you imagine if Saka was having to play left wing for like. I think it was happening, wasn't it? For Pepe at one point. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just I can't understand that. I can't understand, especially when you're struggling as a team. It's not like they're doing well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's another thing where I have to hold my hands up and say, you guys, yeah. That's sad. That's sad because the, the talent is obviously there. Yeah, like, but it's, this is ridiculous. It is obviously there. Okay. Um, right. We don't have time to do many more. I'm just trying to look through the results. Chelsea beat Brighton 3-2. Trent put on an absolute performance um, against Fulham. Anything you want to say on that? Um, I was watching that and it's just scary what Anfield can do to you. What do you mean in terms of... It was 3-2. I think it was like the 88th minute. Um, Leno, I think all his defenders were marked. He puts a long ball up to Jimenez. Jimenez couldn't quite get there. The ball came straight back and it was in the top corner. Like it was... <laughs> the ball came back and then like Salah like was running towards goal played it to Endo and it was in the top corner I was just like oh my day 3-3 free, free. 
Bro, literally the next attack, it was 4-3. And I was like, this is Anfield. Like, it's the maddest ground. Yeah. It's fake. Yeah. And, I was, yeah. yeah for... and it's not like Fulham did anything wrong. It's just... You can just... Just, just like sheer... The, the force of aura. Like. Yeah, bro, crazy. <laughs> of That's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, uh, City, I think we kind of have to just touch on... Oh, yeah. They drop points, uh, ended 3-3. Free, free. What were your thoughts on that last little uh, sequence of play where the referee calls for... I yeah, think he just, just made a mistake. Made a mistake. Yeah, he made an error. Like, but You know, like, yeah. obviously, I know everyone's, like, shitting on refs at the moment, and rightly so, but, yeah, he's just made a mistake, though. Yeah, Shouldn't have done yeah. That. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, you know, guys, I'm sure everything that we're saying, you've already seen it, innit? So, like... <laughs> No, nah, like they, yeah, they've they've seen it. Like it's, it is what it is, I guess. Um, yeah, just an error. City dropping points again. Do you feel anything there? Yeah, or? I mean, I mean, I, I weren't looking at the performance and thinking, oh wow, like City should be concerned. They should have won that game in the first half, in my opinion. Mm. Like, won enough chances to finish that off. From I what, don't. Sorry, sorry to cut you. I don't know the statistics yet, but it does seem like they're dropping a fair amount of points. I know. They always do, and they go on a run. But this doesn't—is this normal for them? Dropping this amount of points this early on? I don't know. I don't know statistically. Like, if they were to drop points tonight, yeah, I think that'd be four something games, should then be three. said. Yeah, yeah, but, I think, but they they haven't got Rodri, and they, they don't. Now Rodri's suspended for this game. He got a yellow card in the Spurs game, so he's out for this game. Yeah, we need to watch this. I can't lie. <laughs> what what has that started? That starts at eight fifteen. But I'm I'm gonna watch the United Chelsea game. Oh, but I need to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll yeah, switch probably... between the two. I'll switch between the two. I'm. I'm... Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, I think that is kind of that's kind of what she wrote. To be fair. Um. Yeah. Let's jump and jump. Or was there any other kind of big major talking points you wanted to go over? That would be good. No, we can talk about it another time. Yeah? Yeah. Was was there anything you actually thought of? No, not really, not really. No. I like no, I wish not. our conversation on the phone was the podcast. That's so funny. Like, Why? It's like a therapy set. It was good. It's cause you were sh- you were telling me how you see my rebuttals and I never even saw it like that. I, I just thought, oh like this guy just doesn't want to hear what I have to say, but I actually saw what you were talking about. That's so funny. So you thought I was just a... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, was I just, just thought, why is this guy just giving me so much stick? But I actually saw where you were coming from. I did not I did not. Right. In, in short, guys, yeah. me and Steve for years, ever since year 10, we've had disagreements on football. Obviously, we know football is an opinions game, innit? Yeah. But I, I was of the belief that, like, Steve, like, as you guys have probably heard on the pod, to be fair, Steve was, like, for Saka and Foden, for example, yeah, he said Foden, I've said Saka. I've listed my reasons for Saka. And Steve will say to me that he agrees with everything I say. He sees where I'm coming from. And I genuinely believe he does. Like knowing him, knowing how he sees the game and everything, I genuinely believe that he does. But then he was still not concede the point that like Saka is better than Foden. So I said to him, basically in short, like, I feel like that's there's a bit of stubbornness there. Like you just you almost don't want to be wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and honestly, like honestly, I'm not trying to do that. But I didn't see it like that. 
I never right. saw it like that. So it was just almost like, yeah, thank you for that. Because that's like, that's like a life lesson. I'm like, okay. Like, you know when you like- Do you feel like that? Do you feel like, do you now look at it and feel like you do that in other aspects of life, potentially? I, like, I, I, I have this thing where I'm just like, people have their opinions. Yeah. I'm not trying to change your opinion. I'm just telling you mine. You've told me yours. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, right, cool. Let's move on. Like, we don't agree on this. Right. I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel or see things the way I see. I'm trying to explain what I'm seeing, but I'm not right. trying to get you on my side. Right. That's sort of my sort of thing. So with football debates, when you're saying, "Oh, this," this and I'm saying, oh, "Okay, yeah, cool. I see it like that. I see what you're saying, but I yeah. still feel the way I feel. I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish. Yeah, diminish. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah, might yeah, even yeah. come across as patch. I'm not even trying to do that, but I'm just like, oh, okay, right, see that, but. I still feel the way I feel. I just right. want to try and explain why I see it like that. But I never, I never know, knew, or I never realized I could be perceived as that. And I don't want to be perceived as that. Somebody that's just like, oh yeah. Right. You see, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even see it as, I don't see it as patronizing. And I don't think you're trying to be like malicious. I don't see that. Mm. It's just like. It can be viewed as that. Like you it, might. It, yeah. it can be, it can be definitely. But I feel like, if you are saying everything, so like with Saka, for example, I've, I've named like, okay, Saka performs at the World Cup, Champions League, week in, week out for Arsenal. He's a production monster. I've said all these things and you're saying, yes, you agree. You're saying, yeah, I can see everything that you're saying. For me, it's like, so yeah. at that point, you should be like, okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I see. Yeah, S- Saka Foden, yeah, I get it. He's better. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah go on. but no, but I can, that, that's my thing though. Like if anybody says to me, Saka over fight, I'm not going to say no, because I do think it's, it's like on a knife edge. I do think like, I don't think you're mad for saying that because the yeah. production that Saka's putting up at the age of 22, 21, 22 is crazy. Like he's up there with the best in the world. Like every yeah. time you see Saka stats, it seems to be Salah. That's the only one that's matching him. And we yeah. know what Salah's on. Yeah. But for me, like Foden is somebody that I see as a fantastic player. I think he's a special talent and I don't know if he's getting the recognition that he deserves because he's playing for a team that wins every week. And I feel like there's there's several players that produce in that team. And I feel yeah. like, like you said, you said there's Rodri, Haaland, KDB. Stones. Stones that, that are like, like pivotal for that team. Like when Stones is missing at the moment and you can tell. That's, that's I mean, the whereas point. Foden could be on the bench for three games and I don't feel like it's a massive issue. So I think and, that goes against Foden, but I really do feel like Foden is unbelievable. I honestly believe that. I agree with you. And like I said, I, I do think Foden technically is top three. Without thinking about it, I could be wrong, but top three like English technicians at the moment. I think I said I named Trent being someone that is better than him. I can't think of anyone off the top right now that I'd be like, yeah, he's definitely better. Obviously there's guys that you can have conversations with. I know Maddis is there. Um, technicians, like, I can't think. My brain's just not there at the I moment, but like. It's the same. I don't who? I don't think Grealish is the same. I think technically Phil Ferdinand's better than Jack Grealish, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yes. I think Grealish, you could probably argue maybe fits City system more. I, I don't know. Anyway, we're, you know, just getting whatever but yeah no Foden magnificent player like I said if he comes out of City and he goes to like I don't know like the way Madders made a move to Tottenham if Foden had gone to Tottenham and had a similar impact 
I wouldn't be surprised because of how good Phil Foden is. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I do rate him very highly, but I think you just cannot deny Bukayo Saka. That's no, no, my no, thing. No. And I would never do that. I'd never do that. I yeah. would never, honestly. I think Saka's amazing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll revisit this when the others are on, because I, I know Ife is definitely going to have a big um, argument. Obviously, Gids is on the side of Saka. I think Ife is on the side of Foden too. Is that correct? No, I, I think he's on the side of Saka, but I think for some, like for whatever reason, he was making a, a, a like an argument for Foden, but he yeah. also believes Saka as well. Yeah, okay. Fair but enough. I think but it's yeah. more closer than what it was maybe a year ago. I don't know. Yeah, fair. When everyone's on, we'll have that debate again. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, let's champ and chump and let's get to um, the rest of the games. So uh, I think I've got mine already. My champ of the week. Oh, God. I'll say I've got it. Give me one second. My champ of the week is. Um, I guess I've just got to give it to. In fact, I'll give it to Martin Odegaard. I think he had a great game yesterday. Um, and yeah goes about saying my chump of the week was Martial but now I feel to retract it because because of what you said yeah. it's kind of true isn't it like he just can't do it yeah bro he can't <laughs> like, yeah I didn't think of it like that I didn't think of it like that uh yeah Rashford's gonna have to hold that then unfortunately oh, yeah. um my champ of the week is is Newcastle um I've got a newfound sort of hate towards them because I think that they're proper like they're a, they're a group of thugs. They can be anyway. I agree. Um, I respect the fact they're in an injury crisis and they're playing the same like 12, 13 players and they're still getting results. I think mm -hmm. that's crazy and I, I really respect what Eddie Howe's done over there. I respect Eddie Howe. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I never thought he would make a team like this. Never. I don't think any of us did. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, My chump of the week is... um Yeah, it's Ten Hag. I just... I don't really understand what he's doing. I don't understand how Varane's not on the pitch. I don't understand how you're not playing Amrabat and Maynou. Like who's, he play, who's he playing now? You play McTominay, Bruno and Maynou at Newcastle. No, no, like, who's he playing for the Chelsea game? Have you seen the lineup? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But I'm sure there's something crazy there. Like, uh, let, me, let me have a look. This will be interesting. Live reaction. Uh, My app just crashed. What are we looking at? Oh, it's today, isn't it? Um, oh, my app keep Are you on one football? Yeah, but it's just been weird. It's not even showing me the game. Oh, it showed me yesterday. Hold on. Yeah, so they've got... Uh, so they've got Dallo, Lindelof, uh, Maguire, sure. Mm. McTominay, Amrabat, Anthony, Fernandez, Garnacho, and oh, Hoyland up top. Dropped. Rashford has been dropped. Hoyland up front. Hoyland up front. Who Chelsea got? Who Chelsea playing? Chelsea are playing. Chelsea. Oh, like Why aren't it showing me that team? It's Sanchez, Cucurella, Colwell, Thiago oh, Silva, Diassi, Enzo, Mudrick, Palmer, Sterling, Jackson. Sterling, yeah, this better be the time you end this drought against United. On paper, Chelsea win that. It should, isn't it? Yeah, on paper, but as we know, football's not played on paper, is it? No. So, um, so yeah, guys, that was your chump, right? Ten Hag. Yeah, it's just Ten Hag. Yeah, sorry, I just I can't get on board with what he's doing at the moment. Doesn't make sense. Does he make it to the new year? 
if they get thumped tonight and they lose at Anfield heavily, I think he'll get sacked. We're in we're in that territory. Yeah, like if if they lose to because they've got Bayern and then Liverpool, if that week goes badly, I think he'll get sacked. If he gets sacked, they better go find an interim manager to the end of the season just to yeah. get them. You think they'll do sacked. that again? They should do. It worked so badly last time, innit? Who who else are they going to get right now? Yeah, true. Because ideally, they should be looking at succession plans just in case anyway. I don't think they're doing that. Graham Potter? Uh, mate, I, I would like to see Graham Potter at United. I'm not going to lie, because you know you're getting a style of play. They've not had a style of play since Louis Van Gaal. I think I was, I was watching... Um, I can't remember who I was watching, but they, they made the point. Yeah, they made the point. I think I think he was right, to be fair. Maybe Mourinho. You could argue Jose. But you know Potter, he's gonna have a style of play. The the only thing the only and this is no disrespect to him, but obviously where he didn't have the best of times at Chelsea, can he demand that respect out of these players? Because these players, I don't know what they need, man. <laughs> like they need they had a Jose, they had a disciplinarian or Ten Hag supposed to be a disciplinarian. I don't know what it's going to take to get these guys to play. I actually don't. Generally, I don't. Yeah, like, I, don't I, 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 I don't know. At this point, I really don't know. Because Postacoglu has got Spurs playing, the Zerbi's got Brighton playing. We all know they don't have the best players, but they make it work. So, yeah, I, I don't know what it's going to take to save Man United anymore. I actually don't. <laughs> Bro, they've, they've thrown money at it. They've thrown managers that play attractive, quote-unquote, football in Ten Hag. They've, they've thrown Mourinho. They've thrown Oli. They've, you know, one of their own. I don't know. What, do you, what is it? What is it? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure their fans feel the same. What happens when um, Mr. Radcliffe comes in? Oh, that's yeah. a Sorry. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um... It's been a good one, I think. It's been a good episode. Um, make sure to share with a friend. And we'll be back. There's Premier League football this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we've got Villa. Just like that. Just like that. Saturday, Villa. Yeah. Villa Park. So, yeah, we'll be back on Monday, Tuesday, whenever, next week with a new episode. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks. Thanks.